Coming up next, it's a special edition of Locked Up Sports on 365sportscast.com. Hey everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. He took a home run away from Roland, trying to get back to first Edmund. He doubled off, and the inning is over. Andy Chavez saved the day. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied. Bing bong. Anthony for three. Puts it in. Next by one with 8.2 remaining. Ball game over. Yankees win. comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. It's Locked Up Sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Bring them out. Here we go! Bob Walters, Brett Grasso, Locked Up Sports, live from the Brian Gunzel Studios here in Sable, New York, it's Locked Up Sports. We got a big show, a special show for you today. We're going to get to the Mets, the Yankees, Mets opening day. Yankees playing right now. They're up 2 nothing, going in for more. Um, we're going to talk Nets. We're going to do uh, Rangers. Rangers quarter break tonight. We're going to do some Masters. Talk about the Masters that happened last week. And we got the whole thing. But first, first and foremost tonight, and most importantly, we are going to remember our friend Brian Gunzel. Brett, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Really uh, excited about the show tonight. Uh, dedicated to Brian. If you didn't hear on the way in, uh, Bob said uh, live from Brian Gunzel Studios. That's Just right. uh, dedicated to our good friend Brian, who we lost last year um, at a very young age. Um, the guy who, you know what? Uh, me and Bob are sports fans. We were kids. We love sports. This guy taught us how to be sports fans. He, he- made us the sports fans we were. Yeah, I mean, he he was my best friend growing up. My best friend. We did everything together. We, we used to watch... Uh, I used to go over to his house at 1 o'clock Giant Games. And this is when the Giants were bad. The Giants were... This was the Kent Graham, Dave Brown Giants. And we would watch Giants Among Men <laughs> before the game. Before every game, we'd watch Giants Among Men. We'd put this Giants helmet on the TV. We thought it brought good luck. I don't know what we were thinking because they were terrible teams. Oh, you made me watch it many times. Huge Jets fan. I'm watch. Nice. What was that? That was someone's Siri popping up. That was good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So now we actually that threw us off. So now we got a special guest that threw us off, but we got a special guest, and it's Karen Gunzel. It's Brian Gunzel's mom. She made me make one promise that I would call her Karen. So Karen Gunzel. You're good. Karen, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for hey, having Karen, us. Hey, Karen. Good to have you here. This is great. So we told you you were coming on to talk about the Red Sox and Brian. And we are. We're going to talk about the Red Sox because Brian was the Red Sox. He was the Red Sox. He was the Giant. Would you say he was a bigger Giants fan or a Red Sox fan? Oh, um, it's hard to tell. It depended what season it was, you know? Yeah, right, good, good. He was, I, I'd say it was pretty equal, I have to say. Yeah, you know? but, I, I'd um, say so. 
it was baseball. I think he was more Red Sox, but he, he loved the Giants too. Now, one thing about him, about Brian, and it, it he's one of the lucky few. Boston fan. He lived through the golden age of Boston sports. There's not many people who yep. got to go. I mean, yeah. Celtics, Red Sox. Red Sox won how many? Multiple. Yeah. After, I mean, Bruins, after going forever. Bruins won Stanley Cups, and he saw the Giants. He saw the Giants in 90 win, and he saw the Giants, of course, Eli Manning, two Super Bowls win. But, you know, like I said, he was my best friend. And Karen here, we and Brett were just talking. You took us, me, Brett, you, and Brian. Do you remember the Sunday Night Baseball? The Red Sox and the Mets. The first interleague game ever played. Do you know that? It was the first interleague game ever played. Ever. And the the Mets Red Sox. And I actually won the tickets on WFAN. Yeah. Like a couple days earlier. And of course, like you always would, you uh you're the one who stepped up to be like, sure, I'll take these crazy guys to uh to a Mets game, which you would always do. You took Sunday, us on all those. Yeah, because what it was, it was Sunday night baseball, and it was fa- it was like that. Those games last forever. And I remember if you, I don't know, if you, could you, you you sound like you forgot about it until just now, right? I did. Yeah, I've been to so many baseball games. I forget who who I went with and when I went. And you know, I I spent my high school life going to Mets games at Shea Stadium. So, I, like I said, it's I've go to so many. But now that you brought it up, I went, holy crap! That's I forgot right. all about that. Yeah. That's right. First and only game ever. I don't. It's know. amazing that he's such a Red Sox fan. We're Mets fans, and the first game that was played, and we end up going, of course. And that was our huge thing because we always look back to 1986 and the big argument. And I used to, you know, always rig on him about that. Well, yeah, well, we win that argument. That's the only argument we win as Mets fans. There you go. Against anybody. That's just anything. We, we, we get in any argument as kids, and I'd just be like Bill Buckner. I wouldn't say anything else, and he'd be, and that would oh. be it. Yeah. Wait a minute. I told Bobby he wasn't allowed to bring up Bill Buckner today. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't know this. She, no, she, had, she had one ground rule. The ground rule was she wasn't going to, I had to call her Karen, and she wouldn't call me honey. Other than that, it was free. Yeah, listen, we went over this. That is great. We went over this. And then, so we have, um, well, okay, uh, you want to play some of the oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, we, for you, so, for you, so for this you is here. kind of a surprise. We kind of surprised you. We said we were bringing it on for something else, but we really want to dedicate this uh, studio to Brian. We had a whole bunch of friends this week um, put together some segments. Um, we got you know, we got we got some, my some wife, stuff about Brian. My so. wife made this beautiful sign yep. that it's going to be up on Facebook. I think 1120 is when the post goes. So check it out. Go go to our Facebook group page. Aww. You and, and everybody else out there. You'll see it. She made this whole beautiful sign. She she did a fantastic job. But first, we're going to listen oh, to a, yeah. We're going to listen to a couple uh, a couple things our friends had to say about Brian. Just hang on one sec. Yeah, yeah. We say you up, Karen. We say you up here. Okay. Think about our friend Brian Gunzel. Of course, think about baseball and how he loved the Boston Red Sox. I also think about our time with the best and worst thing to happen with travel baseball, and that was the Sable Orioles. He was our ace left-handed pitcher. I also remember, Bob, when you tried to bat right-handed against Brentwood. It was actually the same game I got thrown out of for reasons we won't discuss. But thanks for doing this. I'll hang up and listen. So that was, of course, Bobby Felice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a, member, a member of the Sable Orioles, which was that we were a miserable team. He, I, Brian, Brian was also on the Mariners. Were you on the Mariners, Brett? With me? I was on the Mariners, too. With, uh, Mr. Jeremita, Mr. Jeremita, Joe Jeremita, yeah. He won the game, he shaved his shaved head. Shaved his head, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, listen, we were on some miserable teams, but the one, and like, 
it even sounds like corny talking about it now, but it's still, it's the one championship I've ever won in my life was with the Sable Dodgers. Oh, okay. Against, um, with Harold Leslie well, as the coach. Yeah. Best you remember, league, you remember Harold little, Leslie? Best little league coach in the country. Best little league coach in the country. We beat, uh, we beat. When I was. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, when I was in Sable Ace, he was always at the bar with his parents. <laughs> he was he, was he? He was a yes, good baseball guy, though. I'll tell you what, he taught He taught yes. us, he knew the game, and he taught us, he had a day where in practice, in Little League, like Little League has just hit everybody grounders. He had a day he called Picture Day, where he would just, we wouldn't do anything, and he would bring pictures out of like Sports Illustrated of, of batters, Wow! How they finished and how he would do, he he knew what he was talking about. He taught us how to play, and we beat uh, the Giants, which was Esposito's team. Wow! They hated uh, Esposito's team. Not our coach. My coach was like, "Go run laps, and here's some pizza." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah. Wow. That was that was it. Hold on, we got another Hold one on, coming up. One. I think this one's from uh, maybe March St. John. Hold on. Okay. To our friend Guns. I know wherever you are, you're listening to every episode of Locked Up Sports with Bob and Brett, and you'd be proud. You're loved by many, and you're missed by all. Who knew you? Till we meet again, my friend. Hi, elbows. I'm listed for life. Oh, yeah. Thanks for letting me and Bob copy off your homework all those years. We probably wouldn't have had you without you. Love you, bud. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't. That's the first time I heard that, that request. I didn't listen to that one, but that's funny. You know what we used to do, me and Mark St. John? We used to have, when we would to get, like, the region's degree... The region's diploma, you had to do, you had to have 30 labs. So if you got a U on the lab, which was like, you didn't do a good job, but we're going to give you two more days. Like unfinished. We would copy hit Brian's just barely enough to get a U just to give us two more days. And we were such procrastinators that two days later, we were sitting in the cafeteria struggling to hurry up and get it done again. <laughs> so we, we used Brian to get the two days and then we didn't even use him he because was, then two days later, we were sitting there doing it. 100% the smartest kid in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. So let me just tell you a quick story. Go. When he was in high school, okay, he sent, brought home his report card, like, you know, you had to do in those days. And it wasn't online. So, you know, I look at it and I said, oh, you did good, you know, and everything. And I see he got an 85 on his algebra regions. I think it was algebra. Anyway, I think it was, yeah. So, fine. In August, the school calls. Uh, Mrs. Gunzel. Does Brian want to retake the algebra region? So I said, why would he want to do that? He said, well, he got a 65. <laughs> he changed the six into an eight. And yeah. you bought it? You bought it? Hook, line, and sinker? You can thank me for that. I didn't. I didn't well, I made him go take the regions again. Yeah, well, I taught him that in art, in art <laughs> class. So we, we, we changed their sixes to an eight real quick. You don't get greedy, though. You don't change it to a nine. Now I'm pissed because he never told me that. I used to just grab him out of the mail and hide him in the dirt or something that in the backyard. Good. Smart move. My parents never saw it. They'd be like, how come we got all three of your brothers and sisters report cards, but yours didn't come, and they're coming from the same place? I was like, I don't know. I don't know, uh, I don't know that, where it is. That's too good. Let uh, me uh, let me play our last one. It's from our buddy uh, our Mike Ruder. Ruder. Yep. One of my favorite memories of Brian has to be a picture where he's wearing a Yankees jersey and I'm wearing a Red Sox t-shirt. This was a result of a bet we had from 2003 and 2004 ALCS between the Yankees and Red Sox, something that no other person probably would have been able to get us to do. The last text I have from Brian says, the Yankees' failure is better than my success, spoken like a true Red Sox fan. He's so Southern. Root is so Southern, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we asked the same thing. Don't, but don't even bother. 
He catches the accent when he comes back up for a few days. <laughs> he's so southern. But yeah, so, so with that, uh, go, um, so Ruder, with, um, he's down south now, but he would always come up. He came up for everything. And Brian, like I used yeah. to say, Brian, we used to play backyard baseball. We used to play a game in his front yard where I we would kick, punt the ball to each other and we'd run, try and run back and basketball. And then I actually, of course, with Brian and Big George, his father, went to Fenway Park for the first time. And and it was a big thing with, with, with Brian because we went there and we got, um, I think I got like a sausage or something outside the stadium. But during batting practice, the ball came. We were down in the front row. And Brian, of course, had to go sit in the red seat. That was one of his things that he had to do. And the ball came on the warning track and I jumped on the field and I got the grounder and I jumped back into the stands and the guy came over immediately took the ball from me and I was oh, how old how old were up. we were we like 15 were we even in high school for that I don't think you were that old no we were, no, we were younger because you were telling it, me you that were story probably, yeah no no because we moved away when when he was like nine years old so you had to be at like nine or eight or nine years old Oh, no, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. That no, because yeah. you would tell me that story like when we were kids. Like we were yeah. 12 and 13, and you guys were telling me that story. That's my big claim. I jumped on the field at Fenway Park, jumped yeah. back. I fielded the ground. They're like perfect field, like Harold Leslie taught me. And I've never Harold. seen you field one clean. No, hopped back over. The guy came over, took the ball, and then gave it back to me. I still have the ball. Wow. I still have it, the Fenway Park right. ball. Um, and so I remember that. I think the Red Sox lost the game, but that's when they were losing still. you know, That was before the golden age of Boston sports. Um, we actually also have a, well, let me just bring it up here. We got one from your daughter, a one, Elise, Elise Gunzel. We'll see if we can play. Oh, I guess that's not her name. What's her name? What's her name now? It's not Elise Gunzel. Elisa. Oh, Rua, her last name. Oh, how do you pronounce it? Rua. R-U-O-F-F. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Rua. Rua. Okay. See, I didn't know it. I kept, mm-hmm. I kept, I just, cause she's Elisa Gunzel to me. So. here we go hold on let's play this hold on i have many memories of brian and sports throughout our lives but a couple stick out in my mind one of them which i'm sure my mom may mention is that my dad would often take my brother to red sox games and as she mentioned in her facebook post he didn't like to smile in photos so all the photos of him when he was younger at Fenway if, uh, is him with like a really pissed off look on his face, even when he was like eight years old. And so as an inside family joke, we called it the Fenway face. And it continued on until he was older. He, we would call it the Fenway face. And secondly, Brian was always able to talk to whomever I dated about sports. It didn't matter what team, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, what sport, hockey, football, basketball, anyone I dated always thought that he was a walking encyclopedia when it came to stats on players and teams, but especially with baseball and obviously, especially with the Red Sox. So it's very fitting what you guys are doing. And I am honored to know you both. And I'm really looking forward to to see where this podcast goes. And thanks for doing this. And um, Brian really would be your biggest fan. 
and probably your worst nightmare. And and Brian, so Brian, we used to play at Broadway. Like he was saying, Brian used to hold the ball for me when we when I would kick field goals. He was my holder, and he would he we I he would do this thing, and I used to kick with barefoot with a sock. And he was my holder. He was the only one. He he thought that with the way he pushed the ball down when I kicked it, that that made the field goals. I let him think that when it was really just me. But Brian used to hold the ball down, and he would push down as I would kick it, and he was convinced that that's what, that was the secret sauce. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, of course it is. And he was my holder because he was the only one. Everybody else would be letting their fingers go, think I'm going to kick it. And remember the did you did he throw the pass the hail mary pass he did it was it was the heave the heave so that was it and that's what pretty much happened it was all the parents sitting around with their lights on and it was the last second last play but he throws this forty yard heave in the back of the end zone which I catch and you know the rest was history for a pickup game I was just right well I'm glad to know that uh, Brian was a secret to your success Bobby oh, yeah. and that's that's why you were able to kick field that's goals that's right that's right you know I mean I never did anything you know, field goals but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. no. <laughs> so we're in in three minutes i want you you and everybody else to go to our facebook group page and i want you to check out the the dedication we have to brian with the signs of uh that's going to be hanging now here forever in the locked up studios when we get out when we sign this television deal brian gunzel studios brian what did i say locked up studios oh yeah yeah brian gunzel studios <laughs> I, i'll get it i'll get it i'll get it um so we got that. We did this. We got Elisa's Ruoff's statement, which we're going to play her thing in a, in a minute. Hers is really good. So you, do you know where to listen to us live, Karen? I'm sorry, what? Do you know where, where to listen to us when we're live? Yes. Okay, perfect. So you see, she's a listener, Brett. I know she is. She's a subscriber. See, we got one. She's a subscriber. Well, I am a subscriber. I don't listen all the time because most of the time I'm watching television. Well, you can at least a lot of times. <laughs> well, no, but I. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but I do listen to it afterwards. Perfect, perfect. Hey, look, as long as you listen, friend That's of all the, the show, friend of the show, and um, I have the pictures that Ruder was talking about, by the way, of Brian in the Yankees jersey. So forgive me, Brian, but they're going to go up on the Facebook page too. <laughs> so, oh God. Well, we want to thank you for coming in, Karen. Thank you so much. It was great having you on. And M- Mrs. Gunther, well, by the way. Yeah, I want to thank you for doing this. This just was very sweet. Brian would be so happy. I'm sure he'd rather be here, giving you guys a hard time. But you yeah, know, he'd be killing I, us I, every week. He'd be. Don't uh, worry. We just every day we just go after the Yankees for him. Don't you worry. He'd be. Yeah, I know. He'd just be trying to trip you up in every which way, and just you know whatever. And I, I you know, that that's just the way he was. Do you think he'd like but, us better than Boomer and Carton? Oh, no I chance. Oh, come on. Lie to he us. Lie to us. <laughs> See? I don't know if he'd get up at five in the morning to listen to you, but I, uh, um, <laughs> he just might, he, I, he just might, but uh, he would, I know that he would just, you know, you guys, what a group of guys. I mean, the best friends ever, all of you, uh, you know, every single one of you. And, it was great seeing you when I, you know, I hadn't seen you all in so long that it, it, it unfortunately, it was under horrible circumstances, but I just want to thank you for this. This was a very sweet tribute to of him. Of course, we wanted to, give, we wanted to give him a tribute because, you he, because like you said, he would have been our biggest fan and our harshest <laughs> critic. Yep. 
Yeah, we would have loved it too. On these voicemail things, he would have been on here every week. We would have had to be like, listen, we can't put you on every week. <laughs> all right, listen, people, it's not your show, it's our show. And he would have given us all know, the time. Well, like I said, it's a very, very sweet tribute, and I, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Well, and on, on on behalf of his daughter as well, because oh. she, um, you know, she, he did he did leave her behind, and, yep. but at least he's got a legacy. He's got her. So, choice. well, if you, I'm if happy you, to, okay, okay, finish it. Finish what you were saying. No, no, no. That's all. I'm okay, finished. I was going to say if you need anything from any of us, and I'm, we speak for Ruder and St. John and Felice and and. Jimmy McCormick and Steve Danny, all of them. If you need anything from any of us, yep. you call the show. You want to come on the show and talk about the Red Sox? Anytime. You come on the show and talk about the Red Sox? You want to talk about the Yankees being terrible? She That's knows our Red favorite Sox. topic. What did you say to me? Who did you say? What name did you... Who did you work with? She knows She knows the Red Sox. I didn't even know. Who? Daniel Devers? Yeah. Daniel Devers. He was... Yes. He's Raphael's cousin. She goes, oh, wow. you going to ask me about Raphael Devers? I was like, I don't think so. He was, he was one of, he was one of my, Daniel was one of my employees and I saw Raphael Devers and he was from the Dominican Republic and I said, Daniel, I said, do, do you have a cousin named Raphael? He goes, yeah. And of course he's got the accent, but yeah, they, they are cousins. He's got, oh. there's another one too in, in the major league somewhere. I don't know. We're playing ball somewhere. Another cousin. Did you, fire him? But, Did you um, have to fire him? <laughs> No, 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 no. But I'm just going to say one quick thing, because I was supposed to talk about the 2004 World Series, and I was going to say that was just the icing on the cake. The biggest thing for Brian was that the, the Red Sox came back after losing three to the Yankees in the playoffs. Oh, that yeah. was That was it. That was... I think that was bigger than anything. Well, so, yeah, well they had to finish the, it, though. That, was, that it. was like the USA beating Russia. They had to win the next week. Yep, they had to yeah. be. They had to win the gold medal, like Carolina. They Brad, did like it. I was saying, Carolina. That was it. That was Lost the thing game. that put them over the over the top. Well, thank you, well, Karen. Well, momentum going. Thank you, and thank you again for everything, and good luck to you. And I hope that this is very successful. Of course, oh, we're going to talk to you. Go yep. check out the sign. My wife works so hard on it; it's beautiful. It's you're going to love it. Check it okay. out. We're gonna send I'm going to go look at it now. We'll beautiful. talk to you really soon. Okay. All right. Thank you, Karen. Love you. All right. Have a happy, happy. Me too, and have a happy Easter. Will do. Happy Easter. All right. So that is Karen Gunzel, the mother of our famous great friend, Brian Gunzel. Um, oh, that was great. That was great. Um, okay. So now uh, let's get you caught up real quick. Yankees are 2 nothing. bottom of the eighth. They got a runner on third, one out. Um, Think they're going to blow this one, Bob? I told you Toronto wasn't wasn't very good. But you know what, Toronto? Vladimir Guerrero was... You see last oh, night he had three, yeah, three home runs? Was that last night? No, that wasn't it was. last night. It was last night. It was last night. Okay. Oh, they got so the now third it's So 3-0. 3-0. Um, so let's go into what we we got about a half hour left, Brett. So we, we're going to do our regular show now. We're going to get right regular into show. it. Um, Masters last week. Brett, give oh, us yeah. something on the Masters. Scotty Scheffler. That He's guy. unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to say he, you know, he did pretty much go wire to wire and win the tournament, but he... Uh, he kind of had it run away, and then he faded a little bit early on Sunday and came back to the pack a little bit. A but, little um, bit, but, a li- it yeah, never but got, it was it just never for, the, just for a, a half a second. But uh, he was just unbelievable. He was just on fire the rest of the day. He's been on fire. He's a, he, the run that he's on now. Now Brett's going to tell you he thinks it's his his just that year like uh, Kepka had the DJ had. I don't know. He yeah. might be the next one, right? I I know. I I think you. You know what? Of all people that I've seen, just how easily he's doing it. He's doing it so calmly and so easily. Like you watch Kepka, those guys are crushing balls and like absolutely like 
putting everything into it and but this guy just looks like he's just doing it. He's like, a golfer more yes. than just a he yeah. just more than just he drives. Watch, like someone like even you know we talked about Phil and stuff, but someone like Phil that just naturally out there, you know, no matter how old he is, he's going to be able to hit a golf ball well and everything else. And even Tiger, if he wasn't injured, no, listen, you can't let's leave Tiger out of it because Tiger's in his whole separate class with what he did and what he was doing on when he was at his peak on yeah. the thing. But Phil, you look at like someone like Phil. It took Phil a long time to win that major. If you don't remember, he blew a couple yeah. of them. He finally he won the the Masters was his first one I believe right. The, the but green he jacket. was always a great golfer yes, along right, the way. Right. Like there's never a point even as an amateur like he went straight through you know um, as being known as the guy who's gonna be the next big guy. Like Scotty Scheffler four years ago wasn't Scotty Scheffler a year ago hadn't won a tournament. Yeah, but he's only twenty. He's only twenty. What twenty four years old? I know, but he's coming on uh, on a Don't way. Don't let the hairline fool you with him because he looks yeah. older. He does look older. No, I, I, you're right, but but it's, it's but but what is it? Like you watch, like we talked about, other guys have come up and done this, and we thought they were going to be the next huge thing for like five years, six years, and win all the tournaments. And like you said earlier, Brooks Kepka, or you look into like Dustin Johnson. Kepka had a good run. Was that that was two years ago? He, I believe. Right. And again, it's it, the problem is it's very hard. To one, be ahead of everybody ever in general, and then not get injured, and then do it over and over and over. Well, um, well, yeah, he won four out of six tournaments. That's yeah, that's that's crazy. In golf, with all like you win two tournaments a year, and you're you're in good shape. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where you know it all just clicks. Like you it's just easy wins, for him. Right? Does now. he win another major this year? I I can't say no. Yeah. Uh, he's won one already. He's won most of the tournaments. He's averaging about a seventy percent, seventy five percent clip of winning tournaments. His game, yeah. does, his game doesn't really play to like a U.S. Open type course where it's a long course where it's real. Like you gotta, you gotta keep that, you know, or, or even like yeah. a British Open. I could see him winning the PGA. I'm not positive where it is this year, but I could see him winning the PGA. But who knows? If he plays like this, he's better than everybody right now. He's he that the he, Masters on Sunday never really got close. It was never really tight where you thought he might lose. Did you no. ever at any point no. on Sunday think he might no. blow that lead? No. no, and it was, I mean, and even the only guy um, who was catching up to him, like, it, it was an early, I think it was an early triple bogey or something that yeah, you know, yeah. kept him out. And then, but again, he, he only won by three strokes. It's not like the guy won by ten strokes. This was, we was look also, at it, it looked that way because of how it went He was all also week. putting it around the hole on the 18th for a well, little bit that's, there. That's true. That was the most. <laughs> yeah. And how about um, Rory's chip? Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that, see, and that that kept him right in. That actually put a little bit of pressure. It put him as the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah, and and it did put some pressure, but it was still only it was still he was still three strokes three strokes back. No, it I was, I was watched when I watched like seventeen and eighteen. It was it was literally over, and Scheffler was just you know like let me just take my victory lap. It was nice. Like yeah, he enjoyed yeah. it. After sixteen, it was really just a coasting in. But it's a disappointment because the Masters you, Sunday at the Masters, you like you want it to be tight. Hitting a man corner, you want to hit a man corner with the final group, of course, or the the final couple pairings, yeah, and have them be right there. You know, and somebody make a run, somebody screw up a shot, or like, uh, you know, someone make a great shot to. Yeah, to but the win. problem is, it would usually be Tiger behind the guy, and he'd make the run. And that the, if without the guy behind him, like right, you watch even the years that Tiger won, you look at his great runs. It wasn't Tiger leading wire no, to wire in his ten by by up by ten. Tiger at the Masters. It was when he was greatest. down by three or four, and that's why he even said, "Oh, as long as I'm within five on the you know the back, and I got a chance." And that's just a crazy concept. Yeah, I mean, um, I give Tiger credit. Listen, he he, he faded. He was never really. Oh. Uh, he was never a factor as far as winning this tournament after Thursday. He came out Friday and he he kind of fumbled around the course. Yeah. Did, didn't play well. But he finished all four rounds. 
He so did finish all four rounds. Give, so him, he, give him credit. Does Tiger win another another major? No. No, you don't think so. So no. Jack, Jack's right. Does Tiger record. win another major? We were talking about him being ridiculous odds for the cut two but weeks ago. But this was ago. his first one back, of no, course. No, I know. Well, he, he signed up. He's playing in the open. He's playing in the open. I think I think he wins. I think uh, you know what that might have been. That last one might have been his one where he, you know, because the, they all win. They all win like Jack, the last you know, one was you know the last, was the, the golf gods coming back and being like you, you. This is for this is for everything you did for us. I think even the players were like, you know what, let's all get together this week and just let Tiger have one. So just you're saying? So are you accusing the the PGA Tour of throwing? No, I'm not. Because Phil did. Because Phil, I, listen, I'll I'm tell not you. They're not gonna, they're I'm not just gonna, saying that they, they recognized, you know, that he deserved it. They're not going to tell you this, but Phil was suspended Phil, in this tournament. Because he wouldn't have missed this tournament. He was suspended by the PGA. They told him, hush, hush, don't show up at the Masters because of what he did. This is, was his punishment. There's no way he's, oh, I'm taking a break from golf. No yeah, way. They were like, God doesn't have room for you and Tiger. Phil loves. We only have enough room for for one of you guys, and we'll deal with Tiger this week. Yeah, oh, they'd much rather Tiger. Tiger's bigger draw than Phil. I, Phil's the fan favorite because he's the underdog. That's what America loves our underdogs. We were an underdog in seventeen seventy six. They but, love but our. But Phil underdogs. was the underdog when he was the best golfer in the world, and that, that he was still the guy who was playing from behind and about to blow it on sixteen every time, even when he wasn't supposed to. Again, he was going versus. He had his nemesis versus Tiger every time. Which yeah, it's is, like being the second best. It's like being the best swimmer in the world besides Phelps. Right. You know, sucks because you never got a gold his, medal. His, because he, his name's Ryan Lochte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to smoke weed at parties, right? They both do. Yeah, you're right. They both do. But one won the gold medals, and we care about him. The other guy's on some kind of reality TV show <laughs> making $12,000 a month. Good for him. Which is pretty good. So the Masters, so, so that's it. Next up is U.S. Open. Uh, Father's Day, Father's Day weekend is always U.S. Open, Father's Day Sunday. Um, we'll, of course, we'll have somebody on to talk about that. Um, so now let's go NBA. The Nets, the Nets got, they, they did what they had to do. They looked really good. I think that was that, that playing game that they, that they won was, I think, the best game that they played in a long time. Oh, definitely. And it just kind of looks like it's clicking. Now they get Boston. It's the best series, I think, in the first round. It's Sunday night is game one. It's in Boston, and it sucks for Boston because on a night we're talking about Gonzo and Boston and everything, Boston got a raw deal here. They 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 are the second seed, and they get but, it's basically one, like but Serena. One, but one way or the other, you got to get through them anyway. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. You know what? Honestly, just take them right off the bat, and whoever wins this has got you know uh, the easier road, I guess, at that point. I mean, it's still, no matter what, probably going to go through the Bucks I anyway. Think, yeah, yeah. Well, we, that's where it's got to go through. You, uh, the Bucks. that's the other big series. Bucks bulls In the East is the Bucks and the Bulls. I think. But, the, I don't think that's going to be as good a series as but, people think. But this next, this net Celtics thing, I mean, it, it's got so much other stuff going on with Kyrie and the Celtics, and, you know, they hate him there. They, and it's a tough place to go play over there. And again, he is dropping crazy numbers. They both had double doubles in their win. What was that last night? Uh, two nights ago. And Durant, 25 points, 11 assists. Irving, 34 points and 12 assists. And they were just, you know what it is? He gets the ball. Without Harden there, you know who gets the ball now. That was like, it used to be, okay, Harden's yes. got the ball, and now they have control. And it was a little tough. And they, and they didn't have all three on the court ever. You know what I mean? Because of everything ever. that was going on. It was with like all the other games. Stuff. I think it would. I think this just makes it, you know, easier for Kyrie to just say, "Oh, okay, I get all my touches I want." 
Durant's got all the touches he wants. They're just giving the ball back and well, forth to each yeah, other. Yeah, I know, I know. And then they have facilitators along the way that are good players. But they're, they're both... Now, Durant both. is perhaps one of the best scorers the game's ever seen. Now, Kyrie is is a great... He's a, he's a great... Yeah. I don't know if he's one of the best. He's not one of the best ever. But Kyrie's a great player. He's the best unvaccinated player best in unvac- NBA history. In NBA. Unvaccinated. Yeah, I guess you're right. Now, I mean now. Active. Active. Best. So, so it's, <laughs> it's official. I think that's official stat. I'm going to tell him. I don't think he knows that. No, yeah. Well, get him, he, on, get him on the phone. He doesn't know that. Get Kyrie on the phone. Kyrie's, Kyrie's needs, a weird dude, He needs dude, to know this. I mean, he's now, he's, he's Muslim, so he's fasting. That doesn't make him weird. No, I, I apologize. Yeah. Listen, I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. All right. Don't don't get me in trouble here, Brett. <laughs> Too on. late. Um, Tell me more about Ramadan. He's fasting, and then he's got to go play these games. I did. Without did you see him all day? Well, I and it is actually the like the times those seven o'clock games isn't for sunset. He hasn't eaten at that point. Like he hadn't eaten since six a.m. at that point. Does the fact that we stopped daylight? Savings? I deal with this at work all the time with, oh, yeah, with the inmates. I know. Yeah, but now yeah, we have like Muslim, a, we but- we just started. Yeah, we have the whole you know so and, and these guys are strict. Same thing with medications and nothing. So, but Kyrie, you see him, he's eating like, um, I want to say cheeseburgers. I don't know what he eats, but he was eating on the bench. No, he's run. No, he was, he's run. No, as he's about to check in, oh, is that what he does? he's okay. literally chowing a burger, ripping his stuff off. This is in the game and running over the thing. And it's it there. And then he goes out and scores 38 points. Yeah. He's, I mean, talk about a guy. I mean, he's this guy with principles. The other guys are just, they're eating stuff randomly, but let's stop with Kyrie's principles. I mean, let's listen. see. I don't, I'm, I'm, we're done with the vaccine. We, we listen, bro. We did the vaccine rant already. All right. I'm not having another one. Let's get into, all right, let's don't get into Ramadan. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble with Ramadan. All right. Um, I almost got. Um, I'm not even going to go there. So anyway, so I got. I think it's going to be a seven games. I think it could go seven games, and I think these I teams think are going to go seven. Here's the problem with the meeting in the first round: is they're going to beat each other up. You're going to get a seven round, yes. a seven game, yes. six or seven game first Definitely. round series. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be tight. The Celtics are a good team. It's Jason Tatum. It, it's. Listen, he is. It all rides with him. When he plays well, those Celtics were like unstoppable in the second half. They were good. They were okay in the first half. Do you remember? There was a point when it was there was a big Knicks Celtics game early in the season, and they were like they both had good records, and the, the Celtics were no. That. The Celtics lost. They weren't playing well, and they were like, oh, the Celtics. It was like ten games in. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the Celtics Bing didn't bong. play well in the first half, but they playing unbelievable in the second half. And let me tell you, if you look at all the teams in the second half. It's the Celtics, it's the Heat that are playing, you know, the best basketball. I think well, the most, not, the, not the Heat. The Heat have been playing crap. Yeah, in the, the most end, dangerous but. thing for the Nets was this play-in situation that they got themselves into, which I said yes. they lose I said one game. That, you know, you lose. Well, they got they got they beat the Knicks, which helped them get it. So they could they had a double elimination. Yes, they so they which they had huge. some room to play with, but um, you know, they, I, I think it's going to be. The, I think the Nets win in six. I think they'll win the, the, in six, or it could go seven because game six will be at here at Barclays. Yeah, and then um, game seven would be in in Boston. So I think that's going to be a best I, series. I don't think this Bucks uh, uh, Bulls series is going to be as good as people think. I think the we'll Bucks see. win that game in five. Win that series in five. The big ones. Timberwolves knocked out the L.A. Clippers yesterday. No, the Clippers play the Pelicans tomorrow. No, I know, but they're they they knocking them off was was the first step. Yeah, Timberwolves. They're playing now the Timberwolves are going to play the Grizzlies. Yeah, but the Clippers play They have their second game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have their double elimination game. So, um 
Yankee, Yankees in trouble here, folks. Um, if you know, if you turn I mean, the Yankee they're game up off, three nothing. Yeah, but they got second and third. They're up three nothing. Chapman just uh, second and third in the ninth. Nobody out. So you're right. They're they're yeah, in trouble. This is trouble right here. They're base hit, and all of a sudden you got a time run on base. Nobody out. So and he's down three, which happens got a three one count. So we'll getting keep back, you up on that. Getting back to NBA, did you see uh, see the guy end of the? So the Charlotte Hornets are playing. They had their uh, their play in game. They end up losing their their elimination game. That's Michael Jordan. He was. They all don't upset. call it the playoffs. They call it the play in uh, tournament. Yeah, play in tournament. Yeah, they're uh, they they're not in the playoffs unless they win. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But, but anyway, this guy Miles Bridges gets. He gets uh, ejected from the game on his way out. So this game's it's almost over. He's all pissed off. He's running off the court. Okay. And some fans taunting him, screaming. Nothing doesn't. As far as I know, he didn't say anything inappropriate. But the guy's like his arms are wailing. He's like you know getting as close and crazy. And the guy looks at him. He takes his mouthpiece out and he just he flings it. He's trying to hit the guy right past the guy and into this little girl. So so of course. How old was that? How old was she? Are you, are we looking like we're all five? saying little girl now? No, if you look back now, the girl's probably like seventeen. She's probably like sixteen. Oh, okay, well, that's even, I mean, yeah, right? It, it, I'm not positive. She could have been younger, but um, to, but this guy turns. Not, you see, man, I could have got you in trouble there, and I kept my mouth shut. Yeah, right. But anyway, so go ahead. Chapman, but, Chapman's out. By the way, bases loaded, nobody out. Go ahead. Did they really just take Chapman out? Yeah, they took him out. He walked. He walked the guy. He walked the guy. Bases loaded, nobody out. Yankees are gonna blow this game, folks. And. We're gonna have it for you right here. But so anyway, so so he hits the girl with the mouthpiece. Did she get hurt? You can't get hurt with the mouthpiece. It turns out, Bob. It's a tiny piece of plastic. I mean, maybe if it gets you directly in the eye. If she's I'll smart, if she's smart, she's hurt. What do you get for that? Like, what do you like? He apologized to the girl. Oh, you know, trying to be all nice and next. Supposedly he's not a bad guy, and this isn't like he's not. You know, but he hit a girl with the mouthpiece. Yeah, he's throwing mouthpiece. What he's you throwing is like saliva mouthpiece. At the fans. He's what not, do you, a, that's what not do a good you, guy. Do you, what do you ask for? You're a little girl. Now, Bob, you're a little girl. You're okay. at a game. Yep. You don't know what happened. You just got hit in the head with a piece, a piece of, of plastic mouthpiece. mouthpiece. You're not hurt at all because it's a mouthpiece. I'm suing for like $2 million. I want, I want, I want seat. I want courtside seats. Okay. I want, I don't want him to, I want his game check for the next game. Game check. Game check, and and I want yeah. Well, of course, I no, see and I don't. Jordan owns the team. Don't forget, Jordan owns the team. Oh, then I want new Jordans. Jordans. Got I want billions, new Jordans. Billions of dollars. <laughs> He's got besides for what were the name of the best sneakers? Jordan LeBron's does not have oh, billions. Yeah, sne- Brett, you're you're you're, you're Jordan. You're, you're wrong. You're, you're totally wrong. Every, whoa, 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 no, no, Jordan. Billions? Yes, hundred percent. Jordan is the richest, richest sports person. One point five to two billion, Jordan. I'm serious. He's got two billion. Yeah, no, no. Jordan's got. Like, do you know what it costs to own an NBA team? The actual. Yeah, but he doesn't own the team. I understand, but I'm telling you, Jordan's in the billions. That I, guy I can is. See that. Uh, he is though. He is. And and by somehow the, just saw that today. And like, by he literally way, was like popped up today. And, and just because the Jordan thing, I was arguing with Brett. I'm not going back on the LeBron oh, yeah, thing. But I do want to say something about the Mike Trout when you said. Uh, yeah. Who, who who did you have as the better? Juan Soto. Juan Soto. He's not better than Mike Trout, but his numbers to start off his career are right are right there. I looked I went and looked yeah. at his numbers. I didn't think they were as good as they are. They're right there. Yep. So I just wanna wanna tell you that, that you didn't You weren't right, but that, you weren't wrong. I was gonna say you didn't say You weren't right. You didn't say But you weren't wrong. All right. So I got I I'll take that as a so win. So what what happens with that girl? I mean, she didn't get hurt, but 
Listen, she's going to sue because that's what people do. Her parents you know, are going to sue. Nobody's, you can't sue for that. You can't sue unless you were injured. You can. What, because the back of the ticket? No, just in general. Like, you can sue, but you can't win a lawsuit unless you actually had something happen to you. Like, negative to you. Besides for, you know, now she's embarrassed. Yeah, embarrassed. She's embarrassed. Like, she's talk, been talked about on Locked Up Sports. So you're, that's, a, that's a big deal. Do you want, like, imagine he's like, I'm going to give you the signed sneakers from the game I just lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, here, you want playoff tickets? Oh, I mean, we don't make it to the playoffs, but. So, you know who she, well, now what happened to the guy who was taunting him? Nothing. He didn't say anything like, wrong. He, he just had his bad? arms out. He had a very, you know, he just, he didn't, I mean, who, no. Maybe if uh, he was he a better, bad? maybe if he could pass the ball better, he would he uh, probably his target. He probably picked up the mouthpiece and sold it on eBay. That's what he did. How That's much what is he going did. for? The mouthpiece? I mean. It's probably, a, it's going for whatever. I did. She, listen, she should get something out of that. They, at least a formal apology from Jordan. Oh, definitely not. Play, wanna, and Jordan will play. Jordan will say, we don't want to go to trial. I will, let's settle this one play into blackjack. No, one-on-one on, one on the court. Well, no, he's more into like golf and blackjack and stuff. Jordan's a, like a, got a gambling issue. But um, so the Yankees still can't. Oh, he struck him out. One, one strike. I was going to say they can throw strikes, but the Yankees get a big strikeout. Bases loaded. Still 3 nothing. Um. Let's see what we got now. We got uh, the let's let's skip a little bit ahead now. Let's go Rangers. Rangers now the they got they caught a big break today. They caught a big break tonight. Helped out immensely by the Detroit Red Wings. Three nothing winners over Carolina. Rangers lost a game the other night at home. Carolina they lost. They came out. It was tied. It was a good game. It was tight. The Rangers were controlling the play. First two periods they controlled the play. Third period, they they just fell fell off the map. I mean, they, they gave up two quick goals. It was bam, it was five three. I think right right out of the within the first seven minutes of the third period, and they just they never they never got it back. Uh, Kreider scored his fiftieth with about ninety seconds to play. They couldn't tie it up. It was a big loss. It was a game that team should have won, and it could cost them. But but they got help from Detroit tonight. Oh, they just double play, double play. I think the Yankees just won. So um. The Rangers got help. Now they're two points back in the Metropolitan. Seven games left. They both have seven games left. Did you see this play, Brett? Did you yeah, see I just this saw play? It. Yeah, I saw it. So the Yankees bailed out Chapman with their defenses. They got a strikeout, double play, game over. Um, so anyway, so the Rangers, as I was saying, they're right there. It's gonna, it's gonna come down. The, the goalie Shostakin, he's he's kind of full. I'm not tell gonna about, say. Tell me about Kreider scoring this 50th goal. That's what I saw. I didn't see the Kreider game this week. Scored, I saw Kreider score his 50th goal. Kreider's the third, yeah. fourth Ranger to score 50 goals. He's the first since Yarmir Yager did it. Yarmir Yager got the team record 54 goals in a season where. And how they, many games we got left? We have like a month of hockey left. No, no, seven games remaining. If you were listening to the show 30 seconds ago, I said I wasn't. Seven I was games, watching the end of the Yankee game. Seven games remaining. So the Yankees won. Um, Seven games left. What is that? What is that? He could 20 get, days. He could so, get Okay, it. so I, I said a month. You shaved off how many days? Eight? Ten? Yeah, me. Yeah, it, it's, it's about it's about It's about a month. Yeah, it's about it's half a month. A month. You, got a month of, you got a month of hockey left. So we got two weeks left. Till six more months of hockey. Rangers, I, I don't mind getting Pittsburgh in that first round. The Rangers have played very well against Pittsburgh. Carolina, I think, might be a little better team than the Rangers. But... That was a game you wanted to win. You're on home ice. It, the, the garden was rocking. It was the biggest game they've had in a long time, and they fell apart in the third period. And Kreider gets the goal, and that, that kind of puts a damper on Kreider's 50th goal. So Yager has the team record 54. Vic Hatfield back in, I believe, 73 when they went to the um, finals. And Adam Graves in the 94 season all had 50 goals for the Rangers. He's the fourth player. 
Listen, Kreider's played well. Kreider's, he's he's kind of panned out. He came up 10 years ago. I can't believe it's been 10 years. I'm going to a uh, Rangers alumni game. In, in next week, I believe, it's a, that the Islanders, Rangers against the Islanders alumni. I'll tell you about it a little bit because. Um, it's like old-timers day? Yeah, it's like old-timers day. But some of the players, I was like, oh, my God. Like Brandon Dubinsky. I thought Brandon Dubinsky was in the league last year. I was like, when, when did Brandon, Brandon Dubinsky become an old-timer? So it makes you feel old. It just makes you feel old. But um, they got uh, Capococco back, the Rangers. He's He scored a goal last night. They, they beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia's terrible. It's nice seeing Philadelphia be terrible because, you know, we hate Philadelphia. And we hate the Phillies. We hate the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. We hate the Flyers. That's what just one of the things of being a New Yorker. Did you see the the Mets? Uh, there's a Mets fan at the Phillies game the other day wearing the Red Sox. N- yeah, no, but yes. So he's that was the Yankees game, right? The Yankees. No, no, it was it was, it was, it was there was a Mets game. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So now the guys, uh, <laughs> it turns into like, of course, the classic, you know, Mets Phillies or Mets, you know, uh, hey Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the classic. We're going to fight because that's what we do. We're from Philadelphia. You're here. You're wearing a different jersey. You can't walk into a stadium in Philadelphia without really being getting That's hurt. not true. I, I I always hated when people said that. It's when, not, you're not wearing that in Boston, they do. are you? Let me tell you. About, now, Boston, I'll tell you, of other places, that's not so bad. Phillies, you're going to get something thrown at you. There's a good chance. We live in a civilization. So this ends you up You can wait. You're going to catch some grief. Tell, tell that to the guy who was there with the Mets stuff on. At what the happened to him? He took his cell phone and he threw it onto the field. So they have the guy on there and he's and it's I there. I saw the right, picture. Right, and he takes the guy's cell phone and he takes the Mets fan's cell phone and he throws it onto the field. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turns into, you know. And he went to jail. Yeah. Probably. No, probably. he went to jail. They hugged at the end. and it was, Oh, did they? Okay. And then it they turns fought, out he's like a doctor or something. Then they fought some more and then they hugged again. Okay, so it got weird. It got weird. That's you know that's what they do in Philly. So anyway, weird. so real quick with the just to wrap up the Rangers talk, we're gonna do plenty of hockey coming up. We got the, the NHL playoffs. The Rangers, I think they can make a run. I've said for since the beginning we started this show, I don't think they're a Stanley Cup championship team, but they you never know. Shostarkin has fallen off a bit here in the last month or so. He hasn't played as well as he did, but it's kind of like you know a play. He was playing above like as great as you could play, but you get that's what they're gonna need for him. From him, if the Rangers are going to win a Stanley Cup, they got more scoring. They've been scoring better. The power plays looked a little better. We'll see. Keep your fingers crossed. I hope we go deep into this spring with the Rangers, and it, it could be a lot of fun. Um, Islanders won again tonight. The Islanders, they, they're playing well lately. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Islanders lost tonight, 6-3, but they, they lost to Pittsburgh. They've been playing better lately, but they they squashed their season. They're out of it. Guess. Yeah, be, well, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. Oh, man. That's yeah. how it goes. We don't talk about teams once you're out they of it. They are out of it. They are out of it. I didn't even give the devil squad. Let's do it. You want to do a next update? Next update. All right. Next <laughs> up. So what, what do we got next? We got baseball. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow is one of the most anticipated opening days the Mets have had that I can remember. Do you agree? Totally agree. Tom Seaver statue, long overdue. Yep. The franchise gets his statue. They, they of course, yep. they waited till after, they, they couldn't do it a couple years ago when he was still alive. Well, so his wife's going to be his widow, I guess, is going to be there. She's going to, it's, it's going to be, where is it going to be? Is it going to be outside, right outside the stadium? Yeah, right okay. outside. They changed the address. It's no longer, uh, it's now Tom Seaver Way. Tom Seaver Way. And no longer, like, City Field is now Tom Seaver Way. Now, we're Way. too young to have seen Seaver. I'm, I'm, it, it was like, it was like uh, DeGrom, but he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's I, what it was. 
I, you look Tom Seaver. He's pitching with Nolan Ryan on the sixty-nine Mets. I, do you believe? Yeah, I, it's still amazing. Every time I hear it, that Nolan Ryan was on the sixty-nine yeah. Mets, and like we watched Nolan Ryan into like our almost twenty years old. I think. Yes, like but through high school, like, Nolan but, Ryan was pitching. But, but when we were kids as Mets fans, that was our legend. Like we, the eighty-six guys were the current day guys to us. Yeah, the eighty-eight guys, like those were the guys who we were like going to get their baseball cards. What is Daryl going to do next year? What is Dwight going to do next year? We were watching the videos, and it was all of you know Tom Seaver, Tom Seaver, like, and they would talk about you know when, you know when they traded Tom Seaver, the worst day in Mets history of trading Tom Seaver away to the Reds, and yeah, I mean the Mets him, made a million of those trades, right, and him coming back, and but we would watch. That's what we grew up watching is those videos. Yeah, it but was when, all Tom Seaver. By the time he came back, he was he was no good. He basically came right. back to retire as a Met. Yeah, you know, he was he was he was past his prime, no good there, but. Yeah, hey, listen, it's putting Keith Hernandez in. I don't know how I feel about Keith Hernandez getting number retired. I'm not a fan of Keith Hernandez. I've met him a couple times personally. He's a jerk, to be honest with you. He's a jerk. He has no time for anybody. He's just a jerk. And and I've heard a million stories about him being a jerk. Great ball player. Yeah. A Met legend. Love to have him on the the, the 86 team. They needed him to win that series. But he's a jerk. Let me tell you firsthand, a couple times, he's a jerk. So... The Mets have played well, Brett. Jerks, we got a good jerks, fr- jerks can't go to the Hall of Fame. That's your no, criteria. No, Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame, right? Well, and, and Keith Hernandez isn't going to the Hall of Fame anyway. By the way, Ty Cobb would not make it to the Hall of Fame if he was there today. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> different, to different story. Different story. Maybe, but you have to put no, him in the for, Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, no, well he's first. a he's a racist. I, I get. I get. I'm just I saying. I'm just saying. But he would still be in the Hall of Fame, I think. But if um, he was a jerk, you make it. You make it for being a jerk. He's not a jerk. Keith Hernandez isn't going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to the Mets' retired numbers. But the Mets spread good first week. Uh, the the bullpen, like I said earlier, yeah. the bullpen's a problem. The bullpen's always a problem. Yeah, terrible. He's, well, Edwin Diaz was out for his grandfather's funeral for the first three days, which made it a little bit different when you have your setup man coming in and as your closer, and you have no idea what's going on. Um yeah, but the ball, I mean, come on, you but got yes, all these leads. Uh, they had a four-run lead in the eighth inning in I Philadelphia. Know. I know. They're four-nothing. And they almost blew the next one. They almost blew the next they one. Almost blew, yeah, they they actually had a rough go uh, the next night, too. Yeah, but Scherzer's pitched well. He pitched well again yesterday. And off- Offense is producing. Offense and, is producing. You know, Pete Alonso is actually coming through, um, even though he's celebrating some short home runs. Yeah, and he's had a, he had a rough day in the field that one day with the two that throwing was, errors. But, yeah. but listen... He's playing well. The Mets are playing well. They're off to. They did what they had to do. They won the two series. I would have liked the sweep in the in yep. Washington. Washington's no good, but the Mets are playing well now. They come home. You got a home stand. I believe it's a seven seven game home stand. You got Arizona, who's who's terrible. Yeah, and you got Chris Bassett on the mound tomorrow, who's you know looked great in his first start. Um, I mean, I none of us have gotten to see him pitch in the past. We can all say that we have, like we have any idea what he's got. We don't. I've um, seen him. He's got good stuff. He's no, he, stuff. I, that looked great. Yeah, yeah, you saw him. I saw, yeah, exactly. Yeah, staying I up at 2 a.m. watching A's games. Hey, listen. He, well, that's the problem with Trout. Is nobody sees him around yes. here. Yes. You know, you miss it. He's, he's the best player of a generation. and Second best hitter of a generation. <laughs> no, this guy's the next generation, I think. Well, that's why you want him instead but of Trout. The, I, it's the You're the guy who on. wants to sign Trout like you signed Pujols. Next guy signs Trout for 12 years. No, Pujols is the long way of... Trout is still in his prime. I understand. Trout's going to win another two MVPs. Uh, you're right. Now, what do you think about this, bro? What do you think about uh, Clayton Kershaw getting pulled in a perfect game? Uh, that is so terrible. And he was okay with it. He went seven and a third... 20, 21 and um, 
was it 21, 22 in a row? I think it was. Yeah. And uh, who was it? Joey Cora is the. Do you know, who's the no, manager? No, no, no. Not Davey Joey Hernandez. Cora. Davey Martinez. And um, Dave Martinez. No, but listen. Yeah. Do you want to know the sickest stat? The sickest stat at all. You know, that's only happened twice where they pulled the pitcher after eight, right? With a perfect game. No, it wasn't after eight. It was a seven. After, after seven. seven I'm yeah. sorry. After seven. The only second time. Do you know who the other manager was who does it? Same, same one. Same manager. He's done it a couple times. He's they had um he pulled someone yeah a perfect game. You ah. have listen no I'm I understand like the whole pitch count and all that but you, you don't go for it. You don't know if it's going to be an easy inning. I'll give you. It doesn't even matter if it's a hit. You, you can go in if he has like a, a extremely long at bats and he's running through. Even if he's say he gets. He gets through the first guy, gets through the second guy, but he's he's really laboring, and he gets through, and you know he's not going to go the next inning. I, I can Leave get that. it up to but him. If, but if he goes in, and he goes quick, ground ball out, ground ball out, fly ball out, you give him a shot. Listen, you got to give him a shot. It's Clayton Kershaw. If it's some rookie, which was the first the first time he pulled the guy with no hitter, it was his first major league start. Okay, that that it's the manager's choice. Clayton Kershaw is out there. It's up to him. It's his call. Now, he seemed to be okay with it. For what I, I don't know if he just wants to play. No, he, he doesn't he, want to do hear him? problems. He left the dugout with a smile on his face. Did you hear him after. He yeah, like, he oh, said, it's, yeah, no, that's those are right all call. personal. Those are all you know individual stats and I'd this be is all for a, a team game. It's a perfect a, game. It's is all the first week of the season, a game in April that doesn't matter. And I understand like. No, but it does matter because it's only happened 22 times no, in history. No, that's the part that does matter. The game doesn't matter. Like, him actually being in that game doesn't matter. Like, he it, he can take off an extra game if that's what it takes. It, it, okay, so he needs an extra day's rest. Or he needs whatever. You have plenty of time. It's not the end of the season where you're like, you have to have him up for no, his fifth day. No, but every game counts the same, and I know If that. he had any indication that he was having any difficulty or laboring or said something that's different, but for him to just blindly come out without being given a choice. Yeah. Listen, I, he's the best. He, he it's Clayton Kershaw. It's up to him. As far as I'm concerned, you do, you leave that up to Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, But isn't that choice always going to be? Yes. He's the best. Is that the problem? Is that, is that he's, why you don't give the choice? Cause no, the choice is always. Yes. No, no pitcher's going to say no. I don't know. Like he seemed okay with it. Like I, what I if what he, if Clayton Kershaw says so? No problem. I'm going out. I'm going out. And then you know uh, something happens. You have to realize he's coming off injury. Oh, something can happen. Some look look at what's his face for the Mets. That um, he never pitched the same after his no hitter. Oh yeah, Johan Santana. No, yes, it, well, a whole no, bunch of guys never that. played right again after that. Running well, into walls. Yeah, but like and look at Harvey. Nine came out for the nine. The umpires never played well again after missing the call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of guys whose careers ended so, that day. You know, it bothers it bothers me to no end that that the only Mets no hitter. <laughs> it's so classic. And there was a there was a fair ball because it so really classic it really Mets. it's really not a no hitter. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's got to be. There's got to be a no. Uh, yeah. Bothers me to no end. That, no, that we'll celebrate it. We have bobbleheads coming out and all types of stuff. But it, to me, it's up to Clayton Kershaw. You leave that up to him 100%. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. It's the Dodgers. If he ruin, if he decides to ruin it, he might want to ruin his arm. Just to just to get it to 20. He's done everything else. He's got the World Series. He's the best left-hander, I think, since since Koufax. He's sure, surefire first battle Hall of Famer. I leave it up to him. So, um... That's right. That's our take on that. Quick with the Yankees. That was a big win tonight for the Yankees. They got back on the winning track. Uh, they lost yesterday. They haven't. The Yankees seem like they're going in the wrong direction to me. And I'm not saying that as a Yankee hater. It just it doesn't. The Mets seem like they're playing well. They're doing what they got to do. You know, Fale uh, what's his name? Kiner Falefa. 
Is that his name? Okay, here, first of all, Yankees are four and three, Mets are five and two. Yankees are going in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, no, don't look at the this records. Is, no, this is, no, no, no. It's They it's, haven't gotten the judge thing figured out. The pitching's been shady. The hitting is not there. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 the first week, don't look at the records. The records are irrelevant at this point. The, you know, you could be, Yeah. you don't look at the records until Memorial Day. We played what? Four games versus the Nationals? Four games versus the Nationals. We're looking up. Everything's looking And then up. against the Phillies. Yeah, and then the Phillies. I'm not saying not looking. The Mets are playing with no, them. It's a, it's a, is it a different feel for the Mets, Brett? Do you have a different feel for the Mets? Yeah, than, than being horrible always? Yeah, totally different feel. They're not always horrible. Totally different feel the than Mets I've had. supposed to be good a lot of times and they stink. The first 40 years of my life, that feel wasn't there. <laughs> it was next year is now. Yeah, I mean, listen, mid-90s, we were going to these games, and we were like, yeah. hey, we got Vince Coleman, we got Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, so Ricky's back. I mean, the, the Ricky. Yankee, Ricky, yeah. <laughs> the Yankees shortstop situation is, is trouble, because he can't hit. I, he hit tonight, he got two hits tonight, he scored two he's, runs. He's, if he can do what he's doing right now, he's actually going to be he, fine. Brady's a light-hitting Ray Ordonez, and Ray Ordonez was like oh, the lightest hitter you've Ray ever Ordonez. seen. Ray Ordonez would hit one home run a year. I would let Ray Ordonez start for the Mets today. A shortstop? Anywhere. But yeah, shortstop, of course. <laughs> Ray Ordonez was, was a, he couldn't hit nothing. He would, no. he, he would like swing hard and it would be like a looper to the shortstop. But that's what, that's what this guy is for the Yankees, a Falefa. Why am I, why can't I pronounce his name? Is, is it kind of Falefa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it now. So he, he, he can't hit. The Yankees have struggled with the pitching. This is, a, I'm saying this is a big win tonight. This could kind of, this, is, this, the this right changes way. their this changes their season. It doesn't change this, is this the, season. This is the, no, I, it changes like the trajectory of the early first couple weeks. I think. Mark it here, folks. Turning point of the Yankees season <laughs> tonight. The bases loaded, Chapman, nobody out. Chapman getting pulled in the ninth. They got a strikeout and a big double. At least play. it's a manager who can make a decent decision at a certain point. Where you're like, you're terrible. Yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah, well, I, I was surprised. Yeah, I, saw yeah, I was surprised. Well, I mean. No, you saw it. I didn't see it. That he, you know how it really got there. A lot there. of times, it's like you kind of just leave it. It's your game, win or lose. You know, it's your game to lose. You go, yeah. you're out there. Yeah, you you've get been these watching outs. too many Mets games for too long with Benitez. You know how many World Series we would have won if we didn't t- have that philosophy. I mean, if we were like, you know what, this is the time we take out Armando Benitez. The problem, or, do you know what? This is the time we take out Edwin Diaz. The problem is, is there's no real reliable. You know what? We probably shouldn't pitches. let Harvey come out in the ninth. Bullpens generally are horrible. And these play and these teams can't wait to get to the bullpen. They can't wait to get to the bullpen. Did you see this one here? The guy hit it twice on the same hit right here. A double hit? Yeah, double hit. Who's that? Is that that's what's his face? No one it, it, it screwed it it made it where the third baseman he couldn't hit it tell twice, what happened. And it just went over the third baseman's head. That's what I'm no, talking about. It, it, yeah, he totally didn't get what He's a light hitting Ray Ardonius. Yeah. So then so that's how they got their runs. I mean they were they were bloops and you know but hey, no, you, you take what you take what you can get. Sometimes that'll break you out of a slump. So the Yankees with the win tonight. They got uh so head to the Facebook uh group. Check out the sign we got for Brian Gunzel. This show was dedicated to him. We want to thank Karen Gunzel. Yep. Karen, we love you. You are welcome here anytime you want. Our buddies for sending in those messages Ruda, for Brian. We love Felice. that. Who well, she got St. John, Mark St. John. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, that would that mean that would that was great. Yeah, and Elisa, thanks. Elisa, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are gonna put it up on the um on the on the site. She she had a great tribute to her brother. She said she told some great stories. The, Brian was he was one of a kind. He was a little quirky. He was he was six foot ten. <laughs> yeah, 
130 pounds, uh, but, he was the, our, but he was our best friend. I hit 750 off him in Little League. You know that? He was a good left-handed pitcher. He had a good curveball. Uh, he, couldn't get, he couldn't get me out. It was our biggest joke. We would just start laughing, full really? out laughing at every bat, and like, it was unbelievable. So coming up um, next week, we got plenty. We're going to have a regular show next week. We want to thank everybody for Brian Gunzel from the Brian Gunzel Studios. See ya.